And now, this week's edition of Big Face, with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. For those of you watching, listening, welcome to Big Face. I'm your host, Samantha Jane Tilton, and my guest today is Clem McIntosh, filmmaker, actor, all-around good dude. Hey, well, thanks for the warm welcome. That's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and... And I haven't talked to Clem or seen Clem in a while. It has and been a long time. Yeah. It has. And due to Corona's a lot of things, and it's uh, not necessarily an easy time, but it, it did link us together. Like, it's, it's been another yeah. reason to reach out and connect with other people that I normally probably wouldn't. You're not on the same page. You're in, where are you right now? Yeah, I found myself doing the same, actually. Um, I got out of New York. I was, I'm lucky enough that, well, I grew up in Canada, um, in New Brunswick, which is like a small province for anybody who doesn't know, just above Maine, in between Quebec and Nova Scotia. And I grew up on a farm here. So yeah, essentially, as soon as de Blasio <laughs> sent that tweet, where he was like, you know, some of you may not work for six months, I was like, oh, anybody in the <laughs> entertainment industry, that means like longer you know because like we're going to be the last people going back to work because even regularly and, it could be like six months depending like yeah <laughs> through this. exactly yeah it's gonna be even worse so yeah so immediately i was like oh get me out of here so i um yeah i just actually like that morning after that it was like a friday i just like threw all my stuff into a bag i rented a car drove to bangor uh mm. maine and uh my dad picked me up there it's like two and a half hours drive back home and uh, been here ever since. Hardly even left the farm, you know, it's very self-sustaining here. Like my mom has a big garden, so she freezes all the vegetables and we got two deep freezes just full of stuff. So yeah, I've always thought, you know, if there's an apocalypse. This is where I'm going. (laughs) This is kind of apocalyptic. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're really lucky. I, I told you I live in Queens and it's like yeah. I live yeah. right off of Queens Boulevard, which is like there's more than four there's like six lane or like no more than that with the side ones. There it is such a crazy busy road. And like I go out now. I went out the a couple weeks ago. I go out like once a week, but it was a couple weeks ago, and then going out in the evening, just like one ambulance going down Queens Boulevard, there's like one person down Queens Boulevard there. It's like one person was just riding their bike just down Queens Boulevard because there's no cars. Wow. It was like, yeah. and garbage just blowing in the street. Wow. It was like, it really felt like, like Walking Dead kind of stuff. It's a great time to play street hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind goes, you know. <laughs> Is that the Canadian in you? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Perfect. Street actually, hockey. You could play street hockey on like the 495. That's <laughs> you, like, right now. You right really could bridge. <laughs> like I was trying to epic c- game. <laughs> we should actually, you should come back. We should get that going. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so happy you're here. Tell me, we were connecting the other day. Tell me. Yeah. So, all right. So people that don't know, we met in acting class and Anthony Apeson's class. That was a lot of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, like, what, six, seven years ago? Probably, right? Something like that. We see each other every once in a while. Well, you right. know, you, I don't know if you're still working with Stacy, but... Yeah, yeah. You know, so freelance. Fun. So for those yeah. of you, because those of you that don't know, um, 
I'm a casting director and an actor. And like we've talked about, we wear many hats kind of yeah. even, yeah. even how to introduce you as filmmaker or actor. It's kind of like we were saying yeah. like, what, yeah, what have I been doing more of? of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us, what was the, the, what's the long list of things that it had? Oh, yeah. I, um, Before well, all this, what was your life looking like? Before all this, well, yeah, just to go back to it, give you a little knowledge into what I, you know, I, I went to school for theater in Quebec. I did classical theater for four years at Bishop's University once I got mm. out of high school. Then from there, I moved to New York. Um, and yeah, and I think like, you know, I, I kind of wanted to pursue acting, but um, we also had a, my mom had a producer friend she grew up with. Who, um, who got me into PAing on a couple of movies. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be a PA. <laughs> that I know. <laughs> and I just want to pursue it's a acting. Hard, it's a hard gig being a PA. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard gig. Yes. Respect like, to all the PAs. <laughs> I have the hugest respect for PAs. Right? And I for real. I always them like gold. Um, yeah. Because you're a generous, I've, nice I've, actor. <laughs> Well, I've also been there and I've been that guy who's getting I know. coffees and yeah. Um, being crapped on all day. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there I met somebody while on set who, who then like a year later uh, just kind of called me up for a job, just a day player thing as a utility working on a, uh, working for Time Magazine, mm. uh, just doing video content for them. And then I just got into that and I started working as a gaffer um and so i've been doing that ever since yeah. uh side by side with the acting you know kind of i never really did the waiting tables thing and i got nothing against it but i'm not really it's not really got, my not thing. quite it's amazing that's beautiful thank god yeah yeah not everybody has to that's I think the thing I, well i also just think i'm not cut out for it like i grew up on a farm you know my dad's a potato farmer yeah I like working with my hands so i need to do something like that and like that's what lighting for me is you know, you're playing with lights and you're fixing things sense. and you're yes. problem solving. And yeah, and then so sense. from there, I also got into DPing and uh, and alongside that on the other side, as well as the acting, I've always been directing and producing a lot of my own work and editing as well and writing. So and you're really, you really, everything. you don't really know how to do much of anything then, huh? You yeah, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, it gets overwhelming, really, because uh, you kind of don't know. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I got my hands in too many pots, but I I also I kind of like doing a lot of things. You know, I, I'm, I've always been interested in a lot of a lot of different things, not just acting or right. I don't want to pigeonhole myself to one thing. So, well, it's funny because I totally get that. I I started because my dream was always to be an actor. That's been my mm -hmm. dream since I was a kid. But it's been through, and so for those of you that don't know, I'm a casting director also. And that's also how I see Clem when I'm, you know, running auditions and stuff or just in waiting rooms when I'm running something, he's at something else. But um, I realized through being a casting director that I love directing. Yeah. I, and I would have had no idea, but the joy I get from, and teaching now I've been teaching act too. And the joy, like I, until you do these things, until you explore, and I'm interested in all of it. There's so much in this business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, there's just, yeah, I don't, I don't want to just be, just be one thing. And like, like you too. It's yeah. And you've been so, okay. I was going to, you talked 
when we touched base the other day, you mentioned something else, but I want to say, so before all this happened, so because a lot of a lot of what I want this to be and why I decided to do this after Mm -hmm. deciding not to do my podcast because of all this uh, Corona stuff is for all of our people, artists, creative people out there to realize that they're not alone and that how this affects them. And so I kind of want to hear what it was like before this happened, what it felt like when this happened and how it's been since. Hmm. Um, well, no pressure. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess what it was like before it happened. Um, I've had a, well, I've had like a backlog of projects. I've got, uh, four shorts that are in the can that I directed that are just kind of have been waiting to be edited. Um, and I just, I didn't ever Congrats. foresee ever getting to that, you know, like wow. they're, they're just, they've been, it's already been like a year and a half on them. Um, so yeah, so I never really felt myself ever, ever getting to them. So I found this to be a bit of a blessing in terms of actually getting the work that I, uh, really feeds my soul. You know, yeah. I feel like, Hmm. I've never really felt cut out to live in a city and especially not New York, but I find myself there just because this is the kind of work I want to do. Um, So, so being back here, it's allowed me to kind of reconnect with, uh, with my creative self in a way and not feel that like pressure to work all the time and, you know, the shoots and stuff that pop up. So it's been like a nice resetting of like what's important for me. Yeah. Um, I have actually been annoyingly pretty kind of uh, productive through it, uh, which I didn't feel myself as productive before. Yeah. I felt myself kind of overwhelmed by the noise. You know, there's so much stuff. Before this all happened? Yeah. 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 I know there's a lot of writers actually that have a tough time working in New York. You know, Tennessee Williams always worked in Key West, he, he was like, I can't work in this city, you know? So he never, never actually mm. wrote anything in New York. Wow. Um, but he would just go there because that's the place to be and you're in the scene. Yeah, yeah. So not that I'm at all comparing myself to Tennessee <laughs> Williams. Sure, but, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I have no, found like you. I've reconnected with like what's important with me, uh, to me, you know, and, and that's been that's been the blessing through all this. Uh, the hard part I've found is like, you know, future thinking. I'm writing a pilot right now with a friend of mine who's in, to ask you about as that. well. And he, he what as that? well, did you say? Uh, he's in Queens as well. He's oh, he is. Queens. He's a writer friend Just who's there. shoved inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've been future thinking in a way that's yeah. probably not helpful. Um, but yeah, cause like I'm, I'm writing this high concept pilot and I'm like, who's going to buy this at the end of this all, you know, and yeah, but maybe it's also allowed me to like, kind of look at it in more of a, well, I'm, I'm enjoying the process. So why not just do it as opposed to usually I think when I'd be writing something in New York, I would be a little more concerned with like, how am I going to produce this? I got to like think of something in one location. It's easy for, to produce. You know? Right. So this that, has allowed me to. That kind of, um, I want to ask you, but I get that because every time I, I go to attempt something or I have an idea for something, all of that noise of like, but then the location or then this and all this stuff, it's like, it deters me 
from the simplicity of just the idea starting yeah. there. And if I get to that part, I'll deal with it then. But it's, it's hard to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, and you were, saying, you were saying with the writing, you're like writing this, you're having a hard time with like the future thinking you said? Um, yeah, I guess, it, I mean, it, it crosses my mind from time to time. Like it crosses yeah. my mind like, wow, like this could totally just be a waste of my time. But a part of me is like really actually mm. just enjoying the process and being like re-engaged with my creative self that I'm actually kind of, letting that go more than I normally do. Cause like normally I'm pretty like in my future's thoughts. <laughs> which is Anxiety really and fear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know it well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So even though I, I have no idea where this is going to land our, our industry, um, I feel like, you know, we're really know. kind of swinging for the fences on this project that, uh, you know, it's a good time to kind of, swing for the fence just because when else will I I know kind of be doing be able to you know in this way it's like a pause everything's on pause and I'm like okay I can actually like just write this thing because I've got time and you know I don't have all these other things that would normally take up my time that's a I kind of got choked up for a second it's really that's awesome and really beautiful and I'm, I'm I said it to you the other day I'm really happy for you that you're in that space and that you're on the farm. That's a really beautiful place to be right now. Yeah, no, I feel so lucky. And, um, and I think it's like being here that has like reconnected me to that side of myself, you know, cause like I've always felt way more comfortable in the woods than, me too. than in the city. You know, I just, uh, it's never felt right. You know, it's funny. Like even just looking at your wood walls, like behind, <laughs> like, it, like you said, like you're in New York because you find yourself, that's what, that's what you're doing. And it's really, I, I think I haven't found another place to be unless it's going to be New York or LA to be doing this work. Yeah. Yeah. And both those places, while I'm a New Yorker, they're so not me. I like yeah. being outside. I like going camping. I like it being simple. And yeah. New York is so noisy in my head. It makes it noisy and externally you know? Yeah. Yeah. I find the same thing. And it's very creatively stifling, you know, you, how yeah. can you really like connect to your authentic self when you're kind of in this noisy environment where you're constantly being distracted and pulled one way and then pulled another way. And you're, you got appointments and the things, yeah. you know, when are you going to sit down and actually do the work that you want to be doing? Yeah. And I feel like that space, that you're so fortunate and I'm so happy for you that you have right now. When I try and have like me time, it's bombarded. There's just so many people and so many things constantly happening in New York that even if I want that space, there's somebody right next to me that's in their fit or in their stuff. And it's like, I believe in just, there's everybody has energy and we, that energy is everywhere. Yeah, and totally. you, I feel like I absorbed that in New York. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, yeah, it should just feel like, um, well also, yeah, it's really strange. Cause I'm also here. I'm here with my mom yeah. and my brother who you said that. Yeah. Who my brother you didn't said that here, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we talked earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brother, my brother grew up, grew up with me, you know, and we were very close and 
he's moved to Tasmania. He lives on this right. really small island off of Tasmania called Flinders Island. About 700 people live there. He's wow. very isolated. His wife was from there originally, and so they moved back there, had a kid, and he's mm. been there for about eight years now. So he just happened to be visiting and got stuck here. And, uh, and so it's been like really kind of nice reconnecting with him. I mean, as tra- tragic as this whole thing yeah. is, and you know, as bad as I feel for him not being with his family right now, um, that has been so nice, you know, when else ever would you ever get the chance to like, actually like spend months with your brother, like, with your like brother. it's like childhood again, you know? know, we're out there like hitting golf balls in the field every once in a while and like, kind uh. of, you know, going on walks together and stuff. It's, it's really nice. You know, that's, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm going to cry. Like that's, you know, this is, there's so much uh, difficulty for so many people during this time. Yeah. Yeah. But there are, there, if you can find the beauty in, in, and look for ways to be free and to be more fulfilled, like you're, like you're talking about. I mean, that's, that's the best. Like, you know, I get that with my brother in order to see my brother. Well, he used to live on the West coast um, for like 11 years. He lived in, uh, in Portland, Oregon, but he finally lives near Boston now. And so I see him more often, but I have to like, do I have a casting job? Is a casting job going to pop up? Am I going to be turning down work or, you know, do I have it? I have to book out if so I have an audition to go see him. It's like this whole, even just for like two days. Yeah. And so yeah. to, to just be able to be with your family, so nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's been like one of the, one of the two things that I've taken away from it is like, whoa, family time, reconnecting with family. So important. And also just th- what this place means to me and what being in nature means to me is like, whoa, that's actually like so important for my mental health, but also yeah. for my creativity. So I don't know what that means going forward. It's not like I'm going to move out of New York, but I, I do, I do feel like I'm going to come here more often for getting away and doing writing and yeah. Uh, yeah. But I get all caught up in that stuff too. Like, Oh, what if there's a casting and you know, I don't want to disappoint my agents and book out, you know? And like, it's like, I, I'm getting sick <laughs> uh, of that. <laughs> no, Cause it's, it's like you're on 24 seven, like you're on call yeah. all the time. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you didn't, it doesn't matter if you booked the job or not. You have to act as if you are already booked. Like you're just, your time yeah. is theirs. It's not ours. You're always on hold. Yeah. Always on hold for something. Yep, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a lot. I know. I'm like shaking my head thinking about it right now. I'm like, we have yeah. a, it's a crazy business. Yeah, it really is. And like, you know, and then, yeah, you often ask yourself for what, you know, too. It's like, you know, nothing's even guaranteed. I know. And I was, I think, uh, I was feeling when this was starting, I told you this, like, so I shared, I was going to be launching my podcast and then all this happened. And I just felt like, what is the point? And it just, it felt so pointless. And I didn't, Yeah, I didn't care. And like, I was seeing online every, all these, you know, people that look like they're being really productive. They're doing these business seminars, like acting business seminars yeah. and like to each his own. And if you want to do that, but for me, I was just like, I could care less. Like I couldn't give any less of a shit. <laughs> cause it's yeah. just like, cause I... it's, it's just like what's happening. And like, 
who knows what's going to happen in this long. And I'd rather just try and be present right now. Yeah, no, I know. I find I'm finding myself too, like feeling like uh, feeling all that noise out there just in, in the classes and the things and, Oh, this acting teacher's doing online classes and the thing, you know, and it's just, yeah. um, yeah, it's a lot. And I, uh, yeah, I have so many friends that are like doing uh, stage readings on Zoom and stuff like that. And I've been offered of these things from friends and I'm like, I don't, that's not really gonna fulfill me. And then I've got the odd casting and I'm like, who the fuck we is casting that? right now? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Do you not, <laughs> do you not, where, where are you? And that's I, I like this and is a good idea. <laughs> when people are like, I know when when people are like, no, 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 but blah, and like really taking active steps, and maybe they're yeah. maybe they're right, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. my state of mind is kind of like, all right, even if you do well in an audition or whatever, I mean, it's great, it's it's always great to do your craft if you love it, yeah. right? Yeah. But like, I'm like, auditions for what? We don't know when anything's going to happen, what that's going to look like. Yeah if that person will even be available to do it, if you fall in love with the actor, you know, like it's just such a weird right. time. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, the studio may go out of business. Who knows? Like there's so many, uh, you know, just because somebody, something has a, like a May 15th start date, you really think you're going to be shooting this on I, May 15th? Like, let's just look at the picture. And it's, <laughs> like a little reality check. Just a little. I mean, I like to be optimistic too, but like, yeah. <laughs> I know. And I think it's like, it's funny because talking to people, it's like, I get wishful thinking. I get a lot of people not wanting to really take in that this is here and it's not necessarily going away right, right quick. Not only is it not going away, but this is a life altering moment we're going through right now. Like I, I, you know, there's been times where I've kind of neglected to think about that too. But if you really think about it, this isn't, it's not going back to normal. Like there will be a new normal. There will be a new normal, but it's not going to be what we thought it ever was. Like it's not even going to be close to that, you know? It's, it's interesting. That is a hard thing to comprehend. But and yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because I spoke to a friend about that yesterday and yeah. I haven't really given it much thought as to what it might look like. And I don't know if this is cynical of me. Yeah. I want to believe that this experience will make people think and change about the way that they do things about yeah. same way yeah. about especially like the planet the yeah. how much better the earth is doing right now because of this because us humans are not out there killing it the way we were i like yeah. want people to really take that in and bring that with them forward that we care more about the planet but humans i was saying to somebody yesterday like ha tend to have a built-in forgetter and yeah what serves them quickly gets to the front of the line in their mind. And I just, not necessarily, but I really hope it doesn't. I hope people yeah. don't forget. I hope they, they stay connected to that. It wasn't working before. And that's kind of how we got here. Yeah, I feel like the earth just gave us all a time out. I just know. Like, sit and think about what you've done. You're going to have <laughs> six months of just, Sitting in your fucking house and thinking. Think. Go <laughs> <laughs> right to the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. But yeah. I, no, I feel the same. 
and I hope people are thinking about it. I do too. And I, yeah, I actually, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've, I've felt very positive about that aspect that like people will hopefully, um, well, uh, people are coming together in a way that they don't normally, you know? And like, I think it's like kind of, I mean, especially in the States, there's such like, there's like this like capitalist mentality, you know, just things like healthcare and stuff, you know, you just feel like, yeah, (laughs) like, is this the time, you know, where we actually realize like, oh, you know what? Human lives are important. Like, you know, and this is like, yeah, different things have to be in place so we can be okay. Like the healthcare yeah. thing, like, yeah, I really hope that, hope that this makes an impact. Knock yeah. wood. Yeah. Knock. <laughs> it's all around here. It's great. <laughs> yeah. No shortage of wood around here. <laughs> Seriously. I love that. Every, yeah. Everything I can get my hands on to build or like restore like wood furniture, I like yeah. bring it in and I, I love doing it. That, Working with my hands made me like, I only, once I got, got my own big girl apartment, I started working with my hands and teaching myself everything. Like, you know, the wall beams and everything. I did everything myself and I like love working with my hands. There's something so gratifying and like, like to the earth about it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And what I think brings me back to all, because I I build furniture as well. And I, you do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I I did not know that. Fine carpentry. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, A, I want to know where can I see some of that? And is there like a place that people could see that if you wanted them to? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I guess mainly the stuff I, mainly the stuff I make, I give away, I either give away or I uh, make for my own apartment. You know, I just kind of grew up doing it. My mom does a lot of fine carpentry. Really? And yeah. And so like we have this place out on Long Island where she grew up and we have a shop out there. So usually well, every single weekend I go out there, no matter you what. You said that when you're in New York, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm usually building stuff or restoring stuff. I like getting old furniture at yard sales and, like, redoing it and stuff. Oh, it's the best. You'll have to come out. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. This is, yeah, that's like, come work that's, in the shop. That's, like, yeah. the, I, it's funny because, I like, I love Nick Offerman. I love him. Oh, but man. I, yeah. Big love fan. him. But I don't follow. By the way, did you know that uh, Parks and Rec is coming out with one episode uh, no. during this quarantine, oh April thirtieth? A wow. one episode, yeah. <laughs> all on Zoom, I guess. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah. it's all on Zoom. Like, it's about like Leslie Nope trying to do what she does. I guess I think that's yeah. what it is. Like in quarantine. <laughs> that's great. What a great. So idea. yeah, I know. I thought that that was wonderful. Um, but yeah, so I, I I don't follow any celebrities on Instagram or anything. But him, I do because of his woodworking. I just yeah. Have you I read always, his book? No. Oh, so great. What is it? Oh wait, you froze for a sec. Let's bring it back. Hold on. You're still frozen. Man, this is what it is, guys. This is quarantine. Wi-Fi connections. Sam. Ah, there he yeah. is. Look at that. <laughs> he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. No. Says your internet connection is unstable. And, I, you know, I got to actually apologize to everyone because, uh, yeah, the internet sucks here. Because you're in a rural place and yeah. good for you and screw everybody yeah. that has a problem with it. We're talking. We're good. <laughs> it's working. Great. No, but what's his book? What's, what's Nick it's called Paddle book? Your Own Canoe. And it really connected with me. He also grew up on a farm. 
and he uh yeah his thing is like everybody should build their own canoe Mm. (laughs) and that's like his metaphor for life actually build your own fucking canoe because the things you'll learn about yourself in doing that is immense Uh, i love that yeah because i read it I find what connects me to, to him and to to also uh, doing things like woodworking, like you're talking about, yeah. is like, yeah, acting like, and any of the stuff we're doing, it's like, you put yourself on tape, you work an entire week, you work on this thing, and then you don't hear anything. <laughs> and so like, you get like, you get the, you know, you think, well, maybe I'm, uh, yeah, I guess I'm improving or whatever, but right. you you don't get to like, look at this thing you've built and you know have there's the a whole there's a whole career built on the ground that is just you never see it until at moments it reaches sky level and you can look up but those are moments like most of the work is, is break yeah. down yeah exactly yeah yeah and i guess casting would be the same almost or well well no you get to look at a commercial or something and say I mean, hey i brought those you, people into it you know what's so funny is that like so if, when I've worked on films and stuff, it's cool when the film has come out that I saw, yeah. I was there through the casting, you know, of those roles. And one film that I worked on, which was like, a, uh, I won't say the director's name, but it was, it's a big time director. And mm. this like never happens. And it was a blockbuster movie. He, two actors, he offered the role in the room. He went, you guys want to make a movie? And it was like, such wow. a I was like so choked up because it was like wow. this is a hot big Hollywood guy and big Hollywood movie and he was just he loved them and he was like wow it was it's such a beautiful moment and then to see that they were in the film it's like hell yeah and he wasn't like looking at their Instagram following and <laughs> based on that you know? right <laughs> you got you have enough followers do you <laughs> want to make a movie all right she's she's good I think <laughs> Let's bring her in. She'll bring publicity. We're, we're, we're going to take her. Forget the talent. <laughs> She's got no timing, but she looks good. She's got Instagram. <laughs> uh, it's a whole other. I it's a whole other piece. I know. But you know what? Because, all right, for those of you listening and watching, like, yeah, that is a, that can be a piece of this business. But look, it doesn't have to be. You and I, you're yeah. a filmmaker. We do what we do. And we don't think like that. And I I'm feel sure- like the people I want to work with don't think like that either. You know, they'll Me take too. the project and the art over the that. Yes. Um, and I, that's, yeah. I, and that's, and I feel like you can feel that. And that's, it's funny because of people to reach out to, you're one of the first people I reached out to. Like you oh, always have, Sammy. A, you seriously, you always have <laughs> such a nice energy and you're like, you're somebody that I want people to hear and listen to and connect with. You're well, a good person for hopefully that. Hopefully they're still tuning in. Yeah, sorry if we suck and you ain't having it. We tried, man. Maybe it's quarantine. really boring. They're like, I don't want to hear about your fucking maple syrup you're making up there. Which we actually are. You no! Yes. Can I come visit? Okay, one day. You can. can. I, I would yes, love to. I'm not even kidding. That sounds come like visit. heaven. Yeah. Like on a farm and the woodworking, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man. Come and, visit. We, wow. Well, maple syrup's done now, but we were, that was keeping me busy for a while. You're boiling. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, you get about three weeks during the year where you can actually make it. It's like, that's, that's really- just I'll give you a bottle. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, yeah, it's that's... just three weeks. It's like cold nights, warm days. That's when it's it comes fascinating. out. Fascinating. 
Yeah. Dude, we got to work together one yeah, day. Yeah, I know. I want to make a movie up here, actually. I'm like, you have to. Yeah. You have to. And here's the thing is what I've been thinking more about is like the people that, for me, that I want to work with, it kind of comes together when I put it out there. Everybody's got different resources. I feel like if I don't put like the cart before the horse and I just come up with the idea and build it, if I build it, they will come kind of thing. Oh man, field of dreams. <sighs> I, I want to try and live that and, and, and make magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good place yeah. to live from. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I've in the past I've worked with people I've done that thing where you like worked with people because you're like, okay, this is a good opportunity. I don't kind of a dick, but you know, <laughs> let's work, you know, cause it'll exactly. do good things for me. Right. And I've done that. I'm done putting that kind of energy in, into this, you know, I just, yes. just, just want to work with friends now. And yeah, you know, I make all these short films and it's always just with my best friends and like, we have such a great time doing it and I can make them, you know, we can, we can make them for cheap too. And, you know, cause most people, they're, they just want to work on them and want to yeah. do something cool for the weekend. And it's either that or don't make something. So, uh, so we make yeah. things and just love that. Hard great times with great people. I, it, yeah. it makes for great work. I really think yeah. so. It's the energy that comes out of that. That's awesome. I really feel like that's like the one thing, you know, indie film has going for it. You know, you don't yeah. have like the, Fifty-eight-year-old grizzled grips who are just <laughs> don't even know what you're making, you know. And the teamsters, you know, it's like all that stuff is not conducive to like good work. I think, like you know, certainly how I like to direct as well is like just get input from everybody. Like, is this scene working? What do you think? You know, and there's no. I try not to attach any ego to it, you know. So like, I feel like that's the one thing you got with with indie films: the collaboration. I was just saying, collaborative. Yeah. Very, which is such a which i think is the best thing like you know i, I can remember yeah. like there were a couple times where i like in class had a scene partner and they would tell me you need to do it like this like there was no like we explored the scene or like <laughs> but they told me how i had to act and it was like Bleh! like it was just like the grimiest <laughs> yeah. worst feeling <laughs> Did you do it in an Australian accent? Because I really feel like that feel feel like feeding my character, you know. <laughs> That's, and I'm like, oh, I've had I've had wow, and I'm yeah. just like, and you know, and then I'm like, but I want to respect that. That's their vision too. But you know, to always have room for both to kind of meet halfway. You know, anyway, you get it. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you Absolutely. direct. Yeah, yeah. That's like how I, yeah, that's how I like to work. I I work in. I also have been into shooting multicam. You know, like, mm. so we, that's why, I, I mean, right now, anyway, just like budget, budget wise, I shoot a lot on like Sony's cause like you can, you can kind of get a bunch of them, you know, just cause a lot of friends have them and I've yeah. got one and or I've got two and you, yeah. So I just set up multi-cams and so, and not always even have an operator on the cameras, yeah. um, but just have them there just to get mm. something. Because uh, when I get to the edit room, I sync them all, and you know, one one may be out of focus, one may not yeah, work, yeah, yeah. but then one of them does, and it just, uh, yeah, I think like I like working in a way that respects the actors as well, like more than more than like being 
I mean, I'm pretty technically minded as well, but like not in like a technical is the only thing, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, so I like to give actors the freedom. And so having multiple cameras helps with that. That's very, very cool. Yeah. So these it's not, it's not being so stuck with the script. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's, that's wonderful. I would yeah. say that like when I'm like, whether I'm teaching or even when I'm casting and running a session, like people are so on the words to be yeah. exact that yeah. it kills me because I, as an actor, I get that, that that can throw you and you, you want it to be right. But whenever, yeah. for me, whenever I try and do it right and do it perfect, I'm, it's Death. never exactly. I'm, I'm dead in the water because I'm not yeah. present. I'm not feeling. I'm all, I'm completely distracted by doing it right. Yeah, and what is right, you know, like I I struggle with that so much. You I know, know, especially when I get in these, you know, not so much with my own work because then I'm kind of more free with it. But right. yeah, when I get in the room for some fucking cop show or something, yeah, uh, and I'm like, okay. I've seen a million of these. I know this guy. This is what they want. Yeah. You know, and then I just totally take the authenticity out of it, you know, which is. Because it becomes raw. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it just, then I'm kind of somewhere in the middle or I'm just playing something that I've seen a million times. Right. It's funny. I was teaching class, uh, a Zoom class last night and uh, one of my students, he did, um, he did a scene, uh, with Bruce Banner and Natasha and uh, you know, from Marvel stuff. And, Mm -hmm. and he, he was so worried about, so I directed him and I told him whatever I said. And he went like, Oh, and he's like, I got, I was so set with the way I saw him do it Mm -hmm. that like, I was trying to do it like him. And, and he's like, I wasn't feeling anything. And I'm like, and I'm like, think about what's, what it's going through. He's the Hulk. He doesn't want, he feels shame and blah, blah. And he was like, it was totally different. Hmm. But it's like, yeah. I, I know I can do that. Like, that's what it looks like. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's interesting that, too, because it, it happened to be the Hulk, which is this guy <laughs> who transforms, you know, like, wow, the metaphors are just. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. He didn't get but really it, angry, did he? <laughs> he was like... Just started throwing shit. <laughs> I hate being wrong! And I was like, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. <laughs> just your take. It's just your take. Yeah. I mean, when are, when are we going to see these films? What, so you're writing, so that's going forward, but yeah, we're going to see what's what. But what about yeah. your films? So you, you've been working on them more now? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm always making shorts. I mean, I've, yeah, I've got, oh, God, I've done so many over the years. Um, wait a minute. And I was going to say, and where are they? Where can people my, see them? Where can we, oh. Hold on. Somehow my computer is not getting power. Why is that? Oh, now it is all of a sudden. It was just saying running low. Okay. Okay. I'm back. It's Okay. Hey, welcome back. Hello. Face, Clem McIntosh. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've got a, I've got a bunch online. Um, I've got a few doing the festival circuit right now, which, uh, you know, they've gotten into a bunch of festivals, but now it's Great. kind of up in the air with most of them. Yeah. They're kind of like, well, like everything got else. in, but 
Yeah, we're just going to take your money. In. That's a big. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some laurels. You got- <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got in. That's, yeah. that's yeah. good for, for right now. Yeah, except for this one festival, which I went to last year as well with the project um, called Oxford Film Festival, which I would recommend to anybody. I love those guys. They're yeah. it's just great. They put you up in a hotel and like, it's like really well run. Uh, it's in That's Mississippi. wonderful. So I was um, going to say, where is it at? Okay, cool. Yeah, so I have a couple of films in there this year and they it was actually already supposed to happen about a month ago and then they've just decided to make it they've kind of made it this virtual festival and they've just done an amazing job and they're like giving filmmakers half the proceeds that they get from the sales wow and ticket sales which is really cool and so yeah so that's going to go from like may through like june i guess and like you know there'll be my film blocks are in two separate weeks and then they do q and a's on zoom that's and awesome. uh yeah so that's really cool and I'm when it's so wait so when is this i believe the first one is may 15th through may 21st and then that's my film i'm not spock about leonard nimoy Comedy. is it uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <And> then- <laughs> my dad was a Trekkie. I grew up, my dad is a total Trekkie. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, well, he might, he might enjoy <laughs> I know. It. So yeah, I'm it's like, a period piece. We shot it to look like the 70s and it's, uh, yeah. No way. Yeah, I played Leonard. Got For my real? haircut. Yeah. Okay, can we see this? So during that festival, yeah. t- tell us where yeah, yeah. we can see this. Okay. I will send you some links. And tell us, tell us. I'll put the links once I, once I, uh, put this bad boy up, but go ahead and tell us if, or do you not know it off the top of your head, which is totally okay. I don't know the links off the top of my head. No, they just kind of sent me a smattering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You'll send it to me and yeah. I'll put it up with our episode. Um, so people yeah. can, can take a look at that. That's awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. And then the other one is, yeah. uh, it's called Steve of the Antarctic and it's like okay. a, kind of a four minute, uh, sketch I shot in Antarctica. Uh, with wow. The, yeah. Yeah. It's probably like, the only narrative short to ever be shot in Antarctica. That is so cool. Yeah. Specifically, and you went there to shoot the short? Um, or were well, you like there and you're like inspired? I, have, I was there and, uh, and then I brought my friend Eden, who's like my creative partner, who's based in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my aunt and uncle work on the ship. This long story short. They work on this ship down there that... Um, they're like naturalists on so they like show mm. people wildlife and stuff like that mm. they're these small kind of cruise ships mm. and every once in a while they get an extra spot and they can get like a family you know somebody of family on and wow. so they got me on and then i got my friend eden on and we met down there and then we were on this cruise for like 18 days and then came up with this I, like we we knew that we wanted to shoot something yeah yeah it wasn't until like the last day that we finally did it and uh yeah and that's the best film. yeah that's and we could see that yeah you also yeah. you'll send me how we can see that yeah i can give you their links i, I mean i could yeah. probably just send you a separate link yeah you'll send you'll send me all the info that so that way people can if you want i mean sure you could keep yeah, yourself private the rest of your your life if you want but i think people would i mean see i it. am pretty good at <laughs> pretty good at not showing people my work i'm a pro at that <laughs> isn't it funny it's like the, oh. the leap of like of like doing it but then like putting it out into the world finishing it 
so hard. You know, I look back at all my things and it's like, I still need to just do the music on that, you know, and that song needs to change. And until then, people can't see it. It's it's that perfectionism. Yeah, I know. It's killer. Because I almost didn't, I told you, I almost was not going to do this podcast because I had it set for, you know, before Corona and now it's like my music's not ready yet and blah, blah, blah. Cause I was like, I'm out of life. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And now it's not going to be perfect. Look, we're going to run out of internet sometimes. And, yeah. but you know what? It's better. It's but be- I feel like I'm allowing it today to be good enough exactly as it is. Do you have to like switch your music now? It's like less upbeat now that it's a Corona <laughs> show. It's really funny. Cause like, it was going to be like this, like chill, like, <laughs> Like it's not chill anymore. Like like somebody smoking a blunt in a car driving. That was my intro music, and now it's like I'm pretty sure I'm going with like news bulletin, like emergency broadcasting system sounds. <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, I was like totally different vibe. <laughs> yeah, just uh, you're rolling with it though. I love it. <laughs> what else can we do, right? Yeah. No control. No control over any of it. But I gotta say, like. Yeah. I, when I'm left to myself and I told like, I don't even go out of the apartment that much, man, like talking to you and doing like this, connecting with other creatives and people that I like generally, yeah, <laughs> like it makes me, it's just makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. No, I agree. It's really actually. nice. I, yeah. I've, I've like, I've kind of been like, I get a little overwhelmed by the Zoom. I think we were talking about that, yes. that earlier. You know, when you get like more than like three people for me. It's a lot. It's kind of like, that's why I don't go to bars and stuff either. I'm kind of old man-ish like I, that. I, I just get fucking overwhelmed by like too I, much sensory. I just feel too much. I'm just like, ah. Blah, blah. And I'm very like aware of myself and like how much conversation I'm having yeah. with too many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like that with the Zoom. You know, I was having a Zoom with like nine other actors the other day. You said that. And, like, <laughs> like, and that's I, just, that's oh, not nine, yeah. nine other people. That's nine other no. actors. That's yeah. a whole lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. Doing impressions and, you know, and I'm just like, I can't, I got to like, out. Them up. <laughs> and the internet's fading. Oh, I got to go. Yeah. Kind of really, I know. Newspaper. <laughs> kind of making what? that static what? sound. It, uh, yeah. And you just freeze yourself. You're like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great yeah, just I'm gonna kick out the power cord <laughs> what <laughs> the- <laughs> that's a good method i guess i know i'm like, that I'm like oh, I'm gonna be, i try not to lie but that's gonna be a great one to use <laughs> wow that's great if somebody's interview is terrible and they're horrible to talk to i'm just gonna be like but that was great. <laughs> hey, I'll Done. know if you do that now. So, <laughs> so, so we're wrapping up now. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm so yeah. glad we got to hang out and, and talk. Yeah, and we, too. I know we could talk, we could talk and talk, but just yeah. in talking to other people like us in this field and creative, like, I feel like people are really alone, like, and don't hear a lot of other creatives and in whatever capacity like don't hear from them people aren't connecting right now and the industry's dead so there's all this unknown and uncertainty and loneliness and whenever i've spoken to other people like 
it makes me so happy you're with your family. Not mm. everybody is, and people are alone. Yeah. And I they're know. like starving for, for that muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause for me, I, uh, you know, well, I'm pretty transparent about like having depression issues and stuff in the past. And like, uh, I, I didn't know that rec I recently realized like if I have, um, you know, if I'm not being creative, I go crazy. <laughs> like I, it really. And so, yeah. So I couldn't imagine like, I mean, for me, especially coming from the woods, yep. uh, being stuck in my apartment right now, like I would, I would go crazy. I would not work. And that's like, and to be yeah. transparent as well, I've struggled with depression yeah. and it's, I finally like got out of my struggles and was ready to finally do something. My podcast that was going to be meant to help people. And I was excited yeah. about it and I was getting ready. And then when this happened, I just got so depressed. I got so down. Yeah. And while being creative would totally help that, it is so, it can be so paralyzing that I can't get myself to do the creative. Yeah. Well, it's really hard when you got, you know, you have like wind in your sails. You're just like, yes, like this is what I'm doing. Right. Boom, boom. And then boosh, exactly. and your ship is sunk, you know, and it's like because of this thing and, you know, and yeah, I think you got to honor the time it takes to recover from that too, you know. And that's, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. And I think that that's, that's what I was telling you. Like, it was in just talking to like two other actor friends that felt exactly like I did, that even just connecting and then being there for them and listening and it got me out of myself and it made me realize, oh crap, I was feeling like crap, they're feeling like crap, and none of us knew each other were feeling like crap and having such a hard time. And yeah. that's what made me start to feel well enough to go, you know what, this serves a purpose right now. It doesn't have to be perfect, this podcast, but if it will connect creatives and whatever you do, whatever yeah. humans, humans yeah. with other humans, and they know they're not alone with what they're going through, that, yeah, we're feeling it too. Like, I just thought it was important to do it. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I feel like there is this pressure to be, you know, like, oh, you got all this free time. You can finally get to all right. these things. Like, but like, you know, I I happen to be feeling creatively jazzed right now, which I'm is so happy. Feels good, but that's not maybe not always going to be the case. You know, it just yeah. so happens. But um, yeah, I feel like you're allowed to feel like crap right now, and you're allowed to not do anything we're going through a crazy life altering time. It's a pandemic. Yep. It's a pandemic. Never, never, never happened. Ever. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And to uh, honor it's that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So okay. You know, I, I was trying to fight it and I was then feeling worse about myself yeah. because I was in such a bad place. And then I was mad at myself that I couldn't get out of the bad place. And I was fighting it. Yeah. And I, I should know by now, cause I've learned that I have to allow things to be sometimes and I don't necessarily control the timeline. And as yeah. soon as I stopped fighting it and I let it work through me, I got out the other end and now I'm here and connecting with you and people. And I think there's, so I'll just say that for me, yeah. I've been told to put the bad away, to stop being hard on myself for things that are kind of out of my control, you know? Yeah. It's not so, in anybody's control right now, like yeah. what happens. So it's, yeah, it's a, uh, I, yeah, I just think it's a, you know, like we were kind of touching on before, it's a good time to 
kind of connect with yourself and ask yourself questions and, you know, work on yourself. And yeah, it's like a, it's a great time to be doing that stuff. Like when else do we ever get that much time on our own, you know? So yeah, the more you can kind of stay out of the news cycle or off social media or, you know, Yep. Out of Netflix and like just sit with yourself, which I've been trying to do. I happened to actually take like about a week before I came here, I took a TM meditation class. I've heard that. I've always I've wanted to it. take. Yes. It's funny. <laughs> and, me too. For like years, I've never done it. Yeah. And How was it? Oh, it's like, it's a little life changing. It's great. You know, really? I've, I've been doing it every day and it's like really kind of kept me sane or just kind down. of help, help keep me grounded through all this you know it's uh you do it twice a day and for 20 minutes each each time and it's uh just having some kind of a routine has been super super helpful the routine is super it's yeah. for me it's crucial it's like i'm still working on it it's just you know yeah. some days are better than others yeah i mean this is like the best like it feels like i'm wearing a suit right that's now. <laughs> this is I'm like, it's this amazing. Like... <laughs> this gave me a reason to put on mascara. I'm like, done, <laughs> golden. Like, this pajamas going on under this under this framing. But other yeah. than that, you think we're all gonna be slobs after this? You know? Do no, you I like... wonder if it's just gonna be okay. To yeah. Just look terrible. <laughs> yeah, I got a mustard stain. Who cares? <laughs> it's okay. You know, I've been through worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sweatpants. Everybody's just like. <laughs> Walking around in sweatpants from now Who wants on. to wear jeans again? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> cutting off your waist and crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, oh I've also, God. like, kind of tried to wrap my head around, like, you know, stocks and stuff. Like, not that I even have much money to put towards it, but I'm like, oh, this would be an interesting time to think about that stuff. So I've been, like, kind of educating That's myself on that. It's smart. A friend of mine is like all on top of that. I'm like, yeah. I have whatever investment I have and I'm yeah. like, I won't look at it. I don't want to know. It's probably all gone. And yeah. I'm just going to let it go because it will be what it's going to be for the long haul. You know? Yeah, I feel like that's the, the way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Cause it's I feel like I it, it will probably crash again. I mean, oh. How could it not? Exactly. This is life. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm thinking about like, hmm, Russell Athletics, they make sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Stock is definitely going up. <laughs> Toilet paper companies. I'm like, wow, they're killing it right now. Charmin. <laughs> yeah. Done. It's <laughs> <laughs> really true. <laughs> so moving forward, is there anything that you like? that would make you happy to picture that you would want for yourself moving forward? Like if you could see it be different or what do you want to take away from this? Mm. If anything. Um, well, as I was saying for me personally, it's like the, the importance of um, taking time for myself to let myself be wrapped up less in kind of the day-to-day things that come in um, when I'm in New York. Uh, so that would be spending more time here if I can. Yeah. Ultimately, that would be great. You know, if I- With me, show gets picked up I'm or so something. going. Yeah. Well, I'm so coming invited. for a visit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately that'd be great. You know, I could, uh, you know, say this show gets picked up or 
any of the things I'm doing, you know, to, yeah. to spend more time here and do thing more, things more virtually, that would be great. Uh, yeah. That's one thing I've taken away from it. And the, the other thing is, is uh, maybe the industry will change in a way that, uh, that actually benefits like independent producers like myself, you know, who are used to wearing a lot of hats and making things with a crew of five people or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah, there might be a change towards more economically sensible work, Yeah. I guess. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that there is kind of this like boom that happens towards that. Who knows? Yeah. You know, Who knows? I say, know. But you know, at the same time that I'm making this epic TV pilot. So, so yeah, I guess I'm, Hell yeah. <laughs> I've got Hell things yeah. on both, you know, if it goes this way, I'm okay, hopefully. And then, yeah. <laughs> but it's, anyway, only it's only human. It's only human to go to both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. So on, on my, on big face, um, there's a segment called the feather in your cap. And so I'll explain that, that a feather in your cap, uh, we define it as a success, an achievement, or something you've learned that may help you in the future. And so every week, I kind of ask my guests to think if they have a feather in their cap, that's something they've learned, something that they can pass on and share with the listeners, the viewers, um, that may help them, that they could put a feather in their cap. Hmm. So... About what though? Anything. Question. Life, mm. you, any, anything that comes to mind. Feather in the cap. Um, You've already said like a bazillion during our talk. Yeah. Well, um, I guess. Well, I think for a long time I was trying to be somebody I wasn't, I think, like when I first moved to New York. Mm. Uh, and it took me a long time to, A, first off, embrace. For a long time, I never, you see, you never even knew I was a gaffer until like I, know. I told you the other day. I had no idea. I was, I'd been hiding that from people for a long time just because I thought like, oh, you know, it's going to interfere yeah. with acting you know people are going to start thinking i'm a crew guy not an actor not serious i get it even though i've been doing it all my life um and it took me a real long time to get to the point where i, I actually embraced that as like a really good thing because I, mm. I i do feel now it, it actually is and it really helps me out as an actor as well and uh kind of um makes me comfortable on sets and uh and it's given me a knowledge for directing as well, like a technical knowledge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's that as well as, and then in life, just embracing the fact of, just embracing my roots, you know, like where I, like these are my roots, where, I, where I'm here. Yeah. It's completely different to my life in New York, you know, and I, uh, I think coming back here, as I mentioned before, is like really like reconnected me to my roots and like how important mm -hmm. that stuff is and, how uh, individual in, your individuality is more important than than anything, or trying to kind of fit into a box uh, of you know of what you think people want to see, either as an actor or as a person. Um, 
yeah yeah i think for a long time i was i was trying to like be something you know it took it took well into my 30s for me to to finally kind of let that go and like finally like be myself more anyway and be authentic so yeah so that's i guess what i would say is like just uh try to try to find who you are that way and don't try to don't pretend to be anybody else or get pressured into that yeah that's awesome i'm like i just really took that in Aww. and that's <laughs> that's beautiful and it, I, it definitely applies to me um yeah and i won't i won't rephrase your words but for me that resonates as being okay with every single part of myself and embracing it and mm. loving it and honoring it. And it's all me, you know? Yeah. 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 And uh, that's just how it, it, that's a beautiful thing you just shared. That's a wonderful feather in anybody's oh, cap. Sammy. That was awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm so glad we got to hang and talk today. Me too. This is and wonderful. it won't be the last time. No. Let's don't be- make the next time we hang out be in some fleeting moment where we're at. Yeah. You know, one on one and I see you walking from the <laughs> casting room and I'm like, hey. Yeah. No, let's be in touch and, and through okay. this. Like this is it's so it's so lovely to connect. I likewise. Thank and you. we can make projects together. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna You write, you, I write. The, the, seriously, yeah. the few we, we make, we do, we we can. <laughs> yeah. The future holds good things. It feels like that. I mean, yeah. This is some of what's going to change. I'm feeling very positive about it too. Actually. Yeah, I really, and thank you because uh, it's infectious. I feel very yeah. moved and uplifted. So thank you. Oh, likewise. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. So um, the hell else did I want to say? I just, I'm so happy you were here. So everybody, thank you for listening. And Clem McIntosh, sir, thank you so much for being my guest here. And mm-hmm. for talking Absolute to everybody. Pleasure. And thank so where, so thank you so much. Where can people um, find you, keep up with you, see your work? You'll send me links to the films, which is great. But yeah. the Instagram handle or anything, if people want to kind of follow what you're doing. Well, I, um, my Instagram is at Uldra Films. That's U-L-D-R-A Films. Great. And oh, not Ultra. <laughs> it's named after my grandfather's boat. Boat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sailed around the world back in the twenties and wrote for six years and that was his boat. He wrote And he wrote wrote a book about it. Yeah. You're just sharing this now? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta do a whole other episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well. (laughs) That's amazing. Wow. So yeah, so I named my production company after his boat. That's beautiful. Um Yeah, so at Older Films. Um, I think my Vimeo is vimeo.com backslash Clem Macintosh or Clem.Macintosh, M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. But I can, I can share, the, do you have a linky thing that you can send people or is it? Uh, like on here right now? Um, I'm like, I'm like, I'll, I'm like, I'm not great with Zoom. I, I could try, but probably not. But uh, <laughs> people, when I put this podcast out, yeah. you will have his info attached, yeah. uh, to every every one of the links so you can find yes. all of it. Oh, and then stuff. my website is yes. uh, www.oldrafilms.com. Yeah. So wonderful. You can find most of my films on there and trailers and things and you know, my photos I, and stuff. I can't wait. It's so awesome. Yeah. Man, I wish people yeah. could clap cuz I'm like 
Yay! Oh, Sammy. <laughs> thank you so much. Seriously, we're all very lucky. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Big Face with my man, Clem. It's been a pleasure being here, and I hope this helps you the way it's helped me. And um, thank you so much again, Clem. Very welcome. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you.